What's up, world? We are excited to announce our summer community drive. We are giving back pencils, paper, binders, folders, and sanitizers for teachers in our community. If you want to help us out, subscribe to our Patreon. All the money raised on our Patreon goes to our community drives, and you get a bonus positive news episode every week. We appreciate all of you for listening to us. Now let's go to the positive news. What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth. Uplifting, positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. Michelle, before we spread this positivity, can you tell the people what they can do to help us? Please like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. A five-star review with a comment will help us out so much and will help us continue to spread positive news throughout the world. We also have a Patreon where you can get an extra positive news episode and you will have the opportunity to help our community drives. Check us out on Facebook at The Positive Truth to view these news stories and more. JP, what do you have for us today? We have veterans improving their communities, making the world a better place. It is Memorial Day, so, you know, when this comes out, technically. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought it would be quite theme appropriate. My story is about Chris Stout. He is the CEO of the Veterans Community Project in Kansas City and now Colorado. In, 2014, in 2005, when he was serving as an armored corporal, he got his leg crushed by over 4,000 pounds of debris. And when he got back home, he had a lot of PTSD, had a post-traumatic brain injury, and he struggled working. He, worked, he bounced from one job to the next. Eventually, he landed at United Way, Kansas City. He was really frustrated with how hard it was for veterans. Because a lot of them were homeless, they didn't know what to do, they didn't have any help. So he was like, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna do it myself. So he took out $3,000 worth of supplies and he, with one leg, started building a home. With one leg? With the veterans. He was just going, 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 called his friends, and they built their first little tiny home. And everyone thought it was awesome. We've talked about this before on the podcast, but for the homeless, putting them in a home helps them out so much because now they have some place to shower, collect their things, get organized so they can go find work. Facts. So him and his three friends were like, let's start the Veteran Community Project. And now, y'all have to look at this picture. I know <laughs> this isn't very visual for the audio listeners, but like... This oh my is, God. They created a whole community. A whole wow. community. They're all tiny homes. This is in Kansas City on 89th and Troost. Hope I pronounced that right. <laughs> mm -hmm. 49 tiny homes for veterans experiencing homeless. They're 240 to 320 square feet. They all meet local city code requirements. They all connect to city utilities. They all have furniture, appliances, houseware, bedding, food, and utilities free of charge for the veterans. And Right next to it is a mental health facility if you need the help. So you can get a job, and get taken care of, and they can help you get back on your feet. This was so successful, they just opened up in Colorado, and Chris Stout has the goal, we want to get this everywhere in America. If that's not making the world a better place, I don't know what is. That's amazing. That's just <laughs> wild on so many different levels. I'm over here thinking about it like, man, he saw a problem in the world, and he was like, okay, let's do this. We started off with one house, and now it's a whole community. That is just wild, man. That's, po that's that domino effect that we talk about on here all the time with positivity. That's mm -hmm. pretty awesome. 
70% of the construction in the village was all made by community volunteers. The world's a great place. Yeah, facts. Man, oh, that was even better. We could use that in Oklahoma. True story. We could use that everywhere. What do you got, Tim Tim? Oh, man, I have a really cool one. My uh, story is about a man by the name of Dave Sharp. And in 2001, he was doing his dream job, man, living his dream. He was in the U.S. Air Force. He was just having a blast with it. But in November of 2001, he ended up doing, doing something that changed his life forever. He was at work doing what he normally did, and he ended up dealing with some Taliban and had a life-threatening situation happen to him. Short time after that, he started suffering from PTSD. He was struggling, having all kind of outbursts, yelling at anybody that was in his way. And one day he went to this, the shelter and he saw this pit bull just wagging his tail at him, looking at him with these puppy dog eyes, and he just felt a connection with him. So he went down on his knees and went face to face with him and just started telling Cheyenne, who was a little pit bull at that time, uh, all of his problems, just started venting to him immediately. He started venting to him and immediately knew there was a connection. So he was like, you know what, I'm gonna adopt this, this dog. Took the dog home, Cheyenne and him are at home hanging out, and then he got emotional again. He get down on his knees, he put a gun in his mouth. He was ready to end it completely. Cheyenne took the gun out of his mouth, put his head in the way, and comforted him. Then he did it again, put the gun back in his mouth, because he had another outburst. Within minutes, she did the exact same thing. And he knew right then and there that this dog was going to change his life for the better. So Cheyenne is now an older dog. This inspired him a few months later to start this nonprofit called Companion for Heroes, which what they do is anybody that was in the military that's suffering from PTSD or any other type of mental illnesses, they go in, they find you a pet, whether you're a veteran, whether you're a spouse, whether you're a child, if you were affected by anybody that was in the military, they find you a pet so that this pet can help you. I think this is awesome because I know what Captain does for me, my own dog. And I know there's a lot of veterans, just like my brother, that suffer from PTSD, and I know what his dog does for him. So to find out there's a whole nonprofit made by a guy that did this is just beautiful to me. It touches my soul. I know it touches a lot of people's soul out there because there's plenty of dog lovers out there that are listening to this podcast right now. And I think it's awesome that a veteran that was struggling saw a problem in the world and he did something about it. Very on brand for you, Tim Tim. Do yeah. sabes. <laughs> on brand. I like that. <laughs> on brand. Facts. What's your brand? Dog yeah. lovers. Exactly. You're right. Take yeah. that world. <laughs> Before we get to Michelle's story about veterans improving the community for the better, we usually like to pause and do audio meditation, but we should talk about veterans in our lives that changed our lives for the better. So what do you got, Tim? Absolutely, man. I'm definitely going to talk about my brother for a second. So uh, he was in the military for most of my life, uh, you know, when I was growing up. He didn't get out of the military probably about seven years ago. And uh, this whole entire time, you know, growing up, just thought he had it all put together. He knew everything. He was a little angry, you know. We all got issues with our brothers and sisters, but for the most part, I felt like he was just like a superhero. And a couple years ago, you know, now I'm 31, he was able to talk to me, you know, full-fledged as an adult. He's 16 years older than me, and he finally let me know he was struggling when he got out of the military. You know, he didn't know who he was. He was like, I'm a super soldier. Now I'm just stuck out here with no job, not knowing what to do. Like, this isn't supposed to be me. Had me shook. I busted out in tears. Like, I just had no idea what was going on. Had no idea he was even suffering at all Mm -hmm. like that with his mental illness. So it kind of changed my perspective completely about anybody that was in the military, not that I didn't respect them already, but just to appreciate them a lot more than I already did. Because to see somebody that I thought was a hero that was in the military, is still struggling the same way that I'm struggling. It made me, you know, kind of take a step back. Now I have a really, really good relationship with my brother, man. Talk to him all the time, at least every other day. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But yeah, man, I'm super grateful for him. That's dope. dope. Good luck following the show. <laughs> Real life, my bad, guys. <laughs> Mine, I would say that it would have to be my eighth grade math teacher. 
I don't remember his last name. I remember his first name. I know that's kind of weird to call your teacher by your, their first name. His first name is Jeff. But I remember like eighth grade, I had never had a teacher who was a veteran or like said anything about being a veteran. Like I just don't have those type of people in my life until him. And I was just so curious that like I asked, I asked questions and you know, there's questions you're like not supposed to ask. I did not know that as a kid. And he like, he let me know and he like basically just showed me like what veterans like go through and like what happens why it's hard whenever they're like coming back into the community and all of that and I think that he was like the first person who really taught me to understand like what PTSD is and like how it affects other like veterans so shout out to Jeff I'm sorry I don't remember your last name <laughs> what's interesting is I realized like I had middle school teachers that had PTSD or like had been veterans and mm -hmm. talked about it too and at the, I had never put the connection together until you said that. Yeah. Like, Coach Adams? Yeah. I Coach Adams? Yeah. <laughs> like I had totally forgot about, like, that until you said that. Yeah. We all went to the same middle school, so we knew who he was. <laughs> but Tim and JP are both, like, much older than me. But the same teachers are <laughs> wow. still at the same school. So it's two different generations going through the same teachers. <laughs> oh, she said much older. Oh. What, like 10 years? facts <laughs> well that was that was interesting it's okay now you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like I guess like for me there's like there are people there in the military that never go they never get recognition because they're not soldiers and I've met a few of those in college and they were some of the most awesome people I ever encountered largely because they took no crap and just went out and handled their problems like every day. I remember we were on this leadership retreat and I might have stayed out boogieing all night, but I was still ready in the morning. And like, they were just like on point, like you better be ready. Hey JP, I know you've been up all night. We're gonna go do this, we're gonna do this. And I was just like, like that determination all the time was just like, I can see how you made it. <laughs> That's so, what's up. That's what I always remember is like, even though we always think like veterans in combat, like they were doing like stuff on the side and they were still so locked in and engaged. Mm -hmm. I always appreciated that. You're but right. Anyways, back to the positive news stories. Let's get it. Michelle, what do you have? So my positive news story is actually about a veteran named John Beale. He served in the Vietnam War and whenever he came back, he was struggling just with his health in general. And he unfortunately had three heart attacks those first three years from coming back from Vietnam. So his health was like basically in very bad shape. So he went to the doctor um, just to see what was wrong. And whenever he was at the doctor's, the doctor had told him he was suffering from PTSD. John didn't really know what PTSD was and how to really combat or help with it. And the doctor also told him, hey, it's bad news, but you also have a limited time to live. He told him four months, right? And I don't know, getting news like you have four months to live, I don't know what I would do. So yeah, like, can't even imagine. John, he basically would take walks by a creek that he lived by called Ham Creek, and he would just take walks just to like contemplate, you know, his future and all of that. And on one walk, he had noticed that the creek was like disgusting. The water was yellow. There was like dead animals in it. There was tires in it. And he basically, that day he said, I'm gonna make this 
clean because if I'm going to leave something behind, I want to leave this creek clean. So he basically got to work. He started to take out like the piping. He started to replace all of the greenery around. He took out all of the trash that was found in the creek as well. And basically he was able to clean it out within, I think the article said three months. But the thing that is the most positive out of this is that John ended up living 27 more years after just finding that hobby and being able to clean the creek and all of that. He was honored by the conservationist whenever he did pass away in 2006. Um, so they continued to clean that creek for him and have honored him at the creek, which is called Hamlet Creek. Yeah. I love that story. He found a new purpose, a new passion. And just talking to my brother a couple of years ago, I remember him saying, like, I didn't know what my purpose was anymore. And for this man that was told, hey, you only have a few months to live, to find a new purpose and to live 27 years longer is just amazing. If that doesn't give you hope, I don't know what mm -hmm. else will. Leave making the world a better place. You literally clean creeks so well, everyone else is inspired to do it. Mm -hmm. Awesome, positive news story. Do silence. I think we're out of veterans improving the world for the better. We hope everyone had a wonderful Memorial Day. Before we get out of here, Tim, do you have a quote? Absolutely. Honoring all who have served and who are serving, thank you to all veterans. All gave some, some gave all. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And we're out. Stay positive.